Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein Talks Sport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we begin with Gareth Southgate's England drawing with Hungary in a World Cup qualifier at Wembley. The match, obviously, was live on TalkSport, and this was the reaction after the game. It's by no means a mortal wound to England's hopes of going to Qatar. Not at their best tonight. Hungary certainly were and were worthy of the point that they secured. I think we look at you know, managing in-game, responding to what other teams do. And again, I think tonight we've been found a little bit wanting there. We will get to the World Cup. I think we're all confident about that. It's when we get to that World Cup, if we do want to go that extra yard and win a trophy, which we all want, can we really have faith that Gareth exactly knows what he's doing in a game when things will be tight and the right decisions need to be made? Double change for England. And Kane's going to come off, so this will be the first match in this qualification group in which he hasn't scored. And he leaves the field, unable to add to his goal tally this week. We need to freshen things up at the moment. We've knocked on the door now for a a number of minutes in this game and not unlocked it, so you've got to try something else. We just felt that all the changes we made were to try and get a spark, trying to get fresh legs on, a, a time of the game where we hoped that freshness might have an impact. Yeah, in the end, we obviously didn't get the goals, so it, it didn't have the full impact, but I think we, we certainly looked less like giving one away as well. To be fair, he did try to change it tonight. He, he did. He went to a three at the back. He matched them up. It was a 3-4-2-1 or 3-4-3, three, three, depending on where you want, how you want to do it. He did, he did try, but it didn't work tonight. The 4-3-3 three, three just had no impact on it. There was a lot of flat performances out there. One of the most bizarre substitutions I think I've seen Gareth Southgate make Jack Grealish going off when for me he was clearly the best player on the pitch Sol Campbell please try to explain that to me because I think a lot of England fans will be frustrated by that tonight I'm not too sure because in Gary's, Gareth's head he's, he's probably thinking that that's the best thing he could do you know he wants to kind of change it up That's he's the manager he's done it before and he's been proven right 
uh, with his uh, decision. So today it's, it's not come off with the result. You know, you've got to hand it to the Hungarians. Declan Rice is with Hugh Wisengroff. Hugh. Your manager Gareth Southgate said by picking Phil Foden and Mason Mount at more attacking midfield, we might lose something a little bit in the balance. The defensive work in that central area goes to you. Did you, did you miss Calvin Phillips? Yeah, I think when you've got a player like Calvin and what he brings to the team, you're always going to miss him. You know, tonight was the first time me, Mason, Phil have played together. Of course, it was never going to be perfect because it's our first time. It needs work. Um, but we've still done some really good things. But probably from a defensive point of view, maybe we could have been a bit tighter and not maybe got sucked out of our positions as much as we did in the, in the first half. Or second half, it was much better. This is a golden generation, Jason, right? And we need a manager that's going to get the best out of not the players, but the squad. It should be beating them 3 4 nil comfortably. Mm. It's embarrassing. It's time for him to go now. Get him what? out. What? Get Mason Mount out as well. And I've seen Tuchel play him in a three. He just doesn't affect the game. No. He, he cannot affect the game the way that he wants. He's high energy, high press. He does the simple things well and he does them early. He catches the eye, for me, in a different way. Bowden's delivery, flicked on, and it might be John Stones that's got the last touch to turn it over the line. We're going to go straight to Wembley. Hugh Wisencroft is with John Stones. Hugh, take it away. We haven't had the chance to see you much, to speak to you much, not playing for Manchester City at the moment. Do you understand why you're, you're not in the team with your club? Yeah, I had... Um... A few injuries at the start of the season and then came back after the, the last national team break and had another little injury then. So I came back in, in the middle of a, a few games and, and it was difficult. The boys were playing well and, and you know, just had to, to wait for my time. And, you know, manager knows I'm ready to play whenever and, and same here, Gareth, as well. Talk sport. Police officers attending England's World Cup qualifier with Hungary at Wembley have clashed with travelling supporters inside the stadium. Scotland Yard said an officer entered the crowd to arrest a spectator for a racially aggravated public order offence. However, other fans got involved as the officer made the arrest, with reports suggesting minor disorder broke out. And just finally, there was one arrest, a Hungary fan, yep. uh, for a racially aggravated, allegedly racially mm. aggravated a comment made towards a steward inside Wembley Stadium. That's not what we want to see in our game. No, as I say, um, I didn't see it. Um, I've just heard now, but you know, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, but it's something that keeps occurring, keeps occurring in every interview that I seem to do where there's some sort of racial abuse from somewhere or another in the crowd or, you know, now they're doing it to stewards. But listen, if there's bigger clamps down on people and bigger punishments, maybe people might think twice about doing yeah. it, but it's certain individuals constantly, you know, bringing a shame to the game, really. On to Stevie Clarky Clark, Scotland, who beat the Faroe Islands in the islands of Faroe. Are we going to get another dramatic late Scotland winner in this qualifying campaign, you wonder? Here's Patterson, one good delivery. That's all that's needed, yeah! he's into the back of the net! Lyndon Dykes with a crucial goal for Scotland! Massive result, isn't it? Massive. But you know, after that result against uh, Israel, they went. It was a difficult one. I thought the Pharaohs were, were, were excellent without the ball. So organised. A little bit of luck, a little bit of quality from the wide area. And like you say, Lyndon Dykes, you know, he deserves everything he gets. Worked so hard without the ball, feeding off scraps tonight. And just that little bit of luck that he made himself, by the way. He made that run, he got in front of his man, he made sure that he was there gambling. I know what I get off Lyndon, I know what he brings to the team. Sometimes he doesn't get the credit he deserves, but this run of games and the goals that he's scoring, the important points that he's winning is it's just part of the, the whole setup. Everyone wants to be successful, and, and Lyndon's a big part of that. 
On now to Newcastle United, Frank Lampard, bizarrely, has emerged as a surprising candidate to replace Stevie. Nice to see you, to see you, Bruce. Now the Saudi-led consortium has taken over at St James's Park. We'll hear from Oliver Giroud, who played for Lamps at Chelsea, Luke Edwards from The Telegraph, who didn't, and one of Bruce's former players, Darren Bent. But first up is Jim White. An individual close to the takeover was speaking to me last night, Simon. Who, Jim, who? Uh, I cannot reveal the name, but told me, maybe don't expect a change (gasps) in the Newcastle technical area before Sunday, and that Steve Bruce would more than likely be in the Newcastle technical area come Sunday. Two of the names that that I was circulating and are definitely on that list are the former Borussia Dortmund manager Lucia Favre and the former Chelsea manager Frank Lampard. So they're definitely, I think, going to be making the sort of on the long list. I think they'll probably definitely make the short list. Nobody out there can tell me, Simon, there's not a Newcastle fan in the land that can tell me that Lampard or Lucien Favre would be any better than Steve Bruce in trying to stave off relegation if it gets to that stage. Personally, for me, I'd really like Frank Lampard. I have to say, I think Frank Lampard would be perfect. And then helped into the net by Frank Lampard. I talked to him a little bit um, last year, and uh, I think he's looking forward for the good uh, challenge to to come back uh, as a manager. And I think it's a good option, yeah, definitely for him. I believe Newcastle is a, is a big team in the Prem, and uh, it's a good challenge for him, yeah, to bounce back and to show his his quality, definitely. I think maybe potentially new voice in the dressing room, maybe he might get a bit of a bounce from the players because I know it's like sometimes it's, it's been tough for Brucey ever since he got there he wasn't he, he wasn't well liked when he got there I don't know if that's got something to do with maybe the Sunderland aspect of it obviously again doesn't help but he was never really given a fair chance at it and he f- obviously followed Rafa and they absolutely loved Rafa as well so I think maybe a fresh voice in the dressing room fresh tactics might just free it up a little bit and, and when you talk about Graham Jones I'm, I'm never really one I don't really like when a, num- a manager goes in the number two stays because what, what changes we're waiting for breaking news but there are mixed messages coming out this morning can't we have like this famous Jim White clock with a tick down to when Brucey gets sacked oh no over now to the former Uruguayan international Gus Boyer and why fellow countrymen Edison Cavani should leave Manchester United in January. It's a nice of him to say. Back for Cavani! 2-2! And Manchester United are back on level terms! It was unlucky as well. Without Ronaldo, Cavani now was playing as a main mm. striker. Incredibly win against one person especially, and that one is Cavani. I, maybe he should move in January. Maybe. From outside, I don't know him personally, his family situation or whatever, but if I was him seeing how things they are now and seeing him the other day in the national team that, you know, is still not getting into the 90 minutes uh, yeah. game because he's not playing, mm, maybe. On to boxing now. This is Alexander Usyk's promoter, Alexander Krasiuk, claiming that his fighter could beat Deontay Wilder and even Tyson Fury. Your words, definitely not mine. WBC heavyweight champion of the world. According to my understanding and the fight that we saw on Saturday night was not an impressive one. I mean, as a fight, it was a huge performance. But uh, as a boxing match, there were two warriors trying to hit each other with anything they could just to kill each other. But uh, on the boxing side, on technical side, I didn't see anything really special from both fighters. So I consider Usyk chances to be pretty high if he uses his boxing IQ and uh, boxes the way he used to box with AJ. Alexander 
Back now to Oliver Giroud discussing his international teammate Ngolo Conte Kanti, no one really knows, and why he found it incredibly tough to leave Chelsea for AC Milan Milan in the summer. Summer. Maybe I didn't play much the last three months, so it was like an evidence for me to uh, to leave the club and to, to go for another challenge. So yeah, I felt like frustrated a little bit not to play much the last three months also because uh, I play a good part of contribute well to the Champions League um, success uh, by finishing top score of the team. It's through for Giroud and it's brilliantly put away. What can I say? We've been so successful at the end and I'm so pleased with that FA Cup, Europa League and Champions League. Uh, I score a few important goals. So, yeah, it was a tough decision for me to leave Chelsea in Premier League. At the end of the day, I think it was the best solution for me. Shifts it right-footed onto Conte. Conte sizing up a chance, shoots it towards the near corner and scores a fantastic goal! We've been playing chess. I have to say it's better than me. I have to say that after I asked him to play Scrabble, and I'm definitely better than him. <laughs> so much better. But he's a funny person, a top man, and he hates losing. And, uh, yeah, sometimes... Uh, uh, he try everything to do everything to win, you know, and that's funny with him. Uh, that's why we created this uh, this song with the national team. He always try to to, to go different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find a way always to to uh, avoid. He's such a popular player, Olivier. He really is a really popular player. Are you telling me now he's as competitive? off the park with his board games as he is on the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never he never give up like on the pitch. He always try to uh, step up, you know, and uh, obviously on the pitch is uh, massively important for Chelsea and uh, for the national team. And off the pitch, yeah, he stay the same, like very humble and uh, always uh, try to joke uh, with him. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's top man. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to biff that subscribe button. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening and be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.